and welcome to the Tipsy Sewist podcast. Co-hosted by Ellen Stitches and Hazel the Machine. Join us for our first episode where we tell you all about ourselves and hopefully what you can expect from us in the future. So grab your favourite tipple and let's have a little giggle. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what an introduction. (laughs) I think it's going to set the tone pretty well for how this is going to go for us both. Yeah, so this is the most serious podcast you will ever listen to. (laughs) I'm not sure, not with our Prosecco on the go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So let's first of all introduce you to us and how we met. I'm Elle, this is my voice. I'm Hazel, this is my voice. (laughs) I hope they're different enough that people can tell the difference. I'm sure they are. I think mine is considerably lower than yours. I don't think so. I think mine's quite low. I mean, unfortunately we're both quite posh. We're very well spoken, darling. That's what we get for going to performing arts school. Yeah, we're both performers, that helps. So Hazel trained as a dancer and I trained as an actor. Uh, and now we are both passionate sewists and wannabe podcasters. Yeah. Mostly because of lockdown, which, you know, how many people have that same story where they are yes. lockdown sewists? But but you also started sewing when you were young. Yeah, I, I mean, I did GCC um, and then I did a further project at my school. But that was it, really. And then aside from sewing point shoes and ballet ribbons, didn't really sew a huge You sewed one. your own point shoes? Yeah, you have to darn them to stop the satin from ripping. Oh, I thought you meant you like made your shoe. Yeah, from I made scratch. point shoes from scratch. Yeah, <laughs> I had the resin. She's a cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> Multifaceted. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Um, whereas I have never been able to sew. I actually, fun fact. I don't know if you know this about me. I got kicked. Oh, well, I got asked to leave brownies. Like I got kicked out of brownies. <laughs> One, like, most importantly, probably, like, because I just would talk a lot and, like, my behaviour wasn't, like, up to par of the Mm. brownies. But also because neither my mum or my dad could sew and neither could I. And so I didn't ever sew my badges onto my ribbon, like, onto my sash. So if I got, like, a a brownie badge, which is, if you guys don't know what brownies are, you have to do, like, these different tasks and you get these badges. Brownies don't exist apparently anymore. What? Yes, they do. I'm sure I read somewhere that they don't exist. No, I've definitely seen some brownies okay. around. Anyway, so you have to like come back the following week with your um, badge sewn onto your sash. And I just didn't. So I just had like an empty sash and like all of the badges in my pocket. And then they asked my mum, why won't she sew them on? And she was like, I don't have time to sew. She, my mum's like a busy working woman. <laughs> yes, mother. And um, they were like, well, she has to leave then. So you were kicked out because you couldn't say. Yeah, and look at me now. Look at you now. <laughs> well, at least your future children will not be going to scouts or brownies without their badges sewn on. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I should just boycott them. No, no, no. I do think it's a good organisation. <laughs> it is. Good, good old tawny owl. <laughs> were you in the brownies? No, never. Were you in anything? No. That's why you're so badly behaved as an adult. Um, okay. <laughs> Questionable. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Probably. Yeah, it's probably true. Sorry, that was just a random tangent. I don't even know. We were supposed to be telling you how we met. So, yes, Hazel, you can take it away. Give us the story. <laughs> so, Elle and I met as in, t- in a tale as old as time, basically like every young couple does. Not that we're a couple, because well, we do both have our own boyfriends. Okay, fine. Um, I don't want to... So not fine. cementing the relationship just yet. <laughs> Elle slid into my DMs aggressively. <laughs> oh my goodness okay there are things that I do in life that are quite like I with full force and this was one of them I'd seen Hazel on Instagram um quite 
a lot. She'd popped up on my feed quite a few times and I liked her aesthetic. She was very fashionista though. She doesn't really smile that much in her photos. She's like, <gasps> you know, what do you mean? You know, you know, you look like a model. I'm moody pouting. Oh, thanks, yeah. model. Go with exactly. That. And I was like, she's probably a bit too cool for me because I'm a bit like clumsy. Um, and I'm not the best of sewers. But anyway, we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, and so I just slid into her DMs and said, hello, do you want to go for a coffee with me? Shall we be friends? <laughs> and look at us now. So basically, Hazel said yes. And we met up for a coffee. In London Bridge. Yeah, in London Bridge on the river, just for about 45 minutes. And then we kind of hit it off straight away. And I don't think there's been a day gone past since then where we haven't spoken. Exactly. And then Hazel got drunk and told me she loved me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. I do tend to tell people I love them a lot. What? Okay, around. so it wasn't that special. No, no, mate. Thank you. <laughs> it's all those voice notes. They throw me off. You love a voice note. I swear you started doing voice notes before me. No, you sent me voice notes. You'd be like, Hazel, I just don't understand this. And you'd like launch into a very... Oh, yeah. Okay, sewing voice notes. That they sewing did happen a lot. Notes. I would have many an issue and just expect Hazel to understand exactly what I was talking about without actually showing her anything that I was doing. We had to FaceTime so many times to fix things. Oh, oh my God, those spring shorts. shorts. They were so hard. <laughs> The triangle. She was like, where's where's the triangle? Once you've found the triangle of the pocket, then you'll be able to do it. And I was like, I don't know what triangle you're talking about. <laughs> to be fair, it's not really. It's a very, um, it's an isosceles triangle that are really like long Ooh, and... Oh, hello, GCSE maths. <laughs> mm, yeah, she's a Z maths. I'm sure it's like, I learned nine at year four. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. The ones with the two long sides and a really short bit. Sar- Sarlene, Scalene. Scalene, oh, I'm not isosceles. We sound, we sound terrible. There's going to be people being like, oh, go back to school. God, these girls are dumb. Which, fair enough. That's fine. So yeah, that is how we've met and we've been friends ever since. Today, actually, when recording this podcast, we have just come back from the Knitting and Stitching show in Alexandra Palace. Which was so much fun. Yes. It's, this is weird though, because this is dating this podcast, whereas I don't. we don't actually know when we're going to release it. So yeah. this might have been like a few weeks or hopefully months. not months No, definitely ago. not months. I'm thinking like, Hopefully, two weeks after. There is no way that we're releasing this podcast in two weeks. No. I think it's going to be like a November, at least. That's three weeks, though. Oh my god, I just got up my nose. (laughs) You got bubbles up your nose. Um, so anyway. (laughs) So I... Right, let's just quickly talk about the podcast... And then I'm going to tell you about us as sewers. But first of all, the reason we're all here, hopefully you're going to enjoy this. This podcast we have been thinking about for a while. because We wanted to collaborate on a project for a long time. Yeah, and we had a few ideas. Um, we love blogging. Maybe we're going to do some blogs together. Yeah. I have my own YouTube channel already. So um, I do upload like video content already. So I've just said already like a million times. So we thought... just staring at the cat. Yeah, there's a cat around us. Hi, Jeff. So we thought, why not do a podcast? We love talking about sewing. We also just love to talk in general. We love a drink, so... um, Why not? Why are we not the tipsy sewers? Yes, I'm actually so happy with that name. I feel like as soon as we came up with it, we were both on the same page, like 100% yes. Whether you want to have... a glass of alcohol or a cup of tea it's more about the whole vibe of 
kind of getting vibe. A, getting tipsy on your hobby. You yeah, just getting a little bit merry, talking about your sewing, talking about the different things that we love, which in our case is just the sewing and sewing yeah. community. I mean, probably don't sew and have a drink and listen to us because you oh will probably have some very wonky hems and we do not want to be held responsible for them wonky hems. No, thank you. No, thank you. No wonky hems, please. It's like a soggy bottom, isn't it? It's like a soggy bottom. A wonky hem! A wonky hem! <laughs> <laughs> So we are, the plan for this podcast is just to be really informal, really chatty. Introduce you to us and make sure you know what we're sort of about, why we wanted to do this. And then hopefully episode two. Yeah. We'll be more exciting. Yeah. We're going to have different topics, obviously, for each episode. We're going to try and have some guests on board as well this series. Oh, this series. This series. Um, and yeah, we are both two sewists in our 20s and I think... We kind of wanted to come at it from our perspective that we have come into this sewing community quite early on in our lives. <laughs> and um, as young-ish sewists, we thought we could kind of occupy this small slice of the sewing community Um Obviously, everyone is welcome to listen and get involved in the podcast. That's the nice thing, though, about sewing is it's such a broad spectrum thing mm-hmm. across age ranges. You can have absolutely every man and his dog will be sewing, and it's lovely. Yeah, exactly. And we always have something in common. I love our sewing community. We make so many friends from it, and I just think that's why we thought that we would feel like accepted by creating this podcast. We hope so, anyway. Please yeah. don't hate us. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Hazel, go on. Tell the world how you started sewing from lockdown? Honestly, about a week into lockdown, I had sorted my wardrobe, I had polished all my shoes, I had put away my summer, my winter stuff, I got my summer stuff out. Banana bread? I didn't bake banana bread, I don't like bananas. Oh, okay. But I had kind of done a lot of the other stuff. I'd mm-hmm. tie-dyed some bedding, I'd planned to redecorate my room, I'd done all this stuff, and my mum, because I was very unemployed in the first lockdown, and my mum turned around to me one day and goes, do you think maybe you should make a dress or something? And I was like, no, 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 I think I'm fine. I've got loads of things to do. And she was like, okay. A couple of days later, I was asking her, like, when are you finishing work? What are we going to do today? And she was like, you just need a hobby. So she, <laughs> mum essentially bullied me into buying a dress pattern and fabric. And what was your first pattern? The McCool's, I can't remember what it is. It's like a wrap over with buttons downside puff sleeves I mean that's quite ambitious for a first dress oh it was so ambitious and I messed up so much because I bought the wrong interfacing and it was super plasticky and then it didn't fit right so I had to take things in and rather than just like do the alterations as I went I did them all at the end so it's just a bit that still sounds like you managed to do quite a lot as it took you like you were a beginner yeah I was a beginner at that point I mean I still think I'm a beginner to be honest Hazel I don't think you're a beginner. I've only just mastered invisible zippers. I for a long time avoided them. Well, I guess maybe everyone has their vices still. Is that the right word? Yeah. They're like tricky bits. I do avoid zips a lot. Yeah. I have, I'm still terrible at stitching in the ditch. I think that's just because I'm quite like haphazard. Yeah, stitching in the ditch is horrible though because you'll be going along and then suddenly the fabric will just jump and you're sat there going, well, how the earth did that happen? I know, but that's what I'm saying. On Stitching in the Ditch, you think you're 
on the right track and you're like, oh my God, why did I have issues with stitching the ditch before? Like, it's super easy. And then like 10 seconds later, I've gone all the way up into the bodice. Mm, yeah, no, stitching the ditching isn't easy. Um, stitching the ditching. Stitching in the ditching. <laughs> okay, God. so my sewing journey, slightly different. My dad actually bought me a sewing machine about two or three years ago. Oh, wow. I know, I didn't tell you. And I just kept it in the box. He was, because being an actor, you also have to have lots of side hustles, lots of other ways to make money because it's few and far between getting jobs at the moment or at any time. And he was like, it would be really cool if you could like make your own costumes or if you could get into that side of things. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then just like didn't do anything but actually like your mum like my dad knew that that was probably the right thing for Mm -hmm. me and I ended up going like the month before lockdown I did like a four hour workshop at Sew Over in Islington to learn how to make a pair of pyjama bottoms and a cushion cover and that was like kind of a very basic introduction to having a sewing machine and then the lockdown happened and I was like okay well I want to continue learning those skills but I have no one to teach me so I went on YouTube YouTube became my best friend and I just kind of slowly made loads of mistakes oh the Tilly and the Buttons book the um dressmaking one love at first stitch which was the beginner's dressmaking book I kind of worked my way through all the patterns in that book because they came in the back of them and so I started on the headscarf and I went right through to, I think the Delphine skirt was one of the um, like harder things I made. And then I signed up to the Sew Over at Stitch School and did the same thing with that. I just started making all their beginner patterns and like following all their tutorials online. And I still make so many mistakes. I do so, still think of myself as a beginner. On my YouTube channel, I used to introduce myself as a beginner sewist. And I did get some comments saying, I don't think you should do that anymore because you're not a beginner. I think beginner subjective. I still, yeah, 100%. I still have to go on YouTube and YouTube certain things. When there's people like, oh, I swear you've said this to me before. You're like, oh, I know how to do this. So I don't need to read the pattern, any, um, the instruction anymore. <laughs> have you said that to me? <laughs> yes, I have. 100%. Yeah, okay. I don't think I'm there yet. But I think that's just, it's like when you're making a top, you do what the shoulder seams, you put the facings in, oh, you wait, do the side seams. You're right, you on a t-shirt, in. I could do it without the instructions. Yeah. Like there's a basic kind of thing with like a bodice or a t-shirt or a powder assemble trousers which I think inherently we just get to know as we sew yeah more. yeah yeah you're right I, I also I went to college last year mm-hmm. which I loved I studied um, fashion and clothing design which was a practical course and it was a lot of pattern cutting and sewing so from doing that I do kind of understand maybe yeah maybe what I said earlier was wrong I do kind of understand that that might have pushed me into the intermediate zone because I was sewing every day on industrial machines with tutors like learning how to do quite advanced techniques and you made some beautiful things that skirt you made I know but that (gasps) like at every point I was like to my tutor how do I do this or how do I do this and she wouldn't let me get away with anything basic it had to be like couture style Mm. sewing so it was a, quite a jump for me. The weird thing was, I, when I'd finished one of my, um, that skirt actually, I'd finished before the rest of the class because I'm, I'm quite a speedy sewist. And at the end of that, I was like, oh, I've still got a couple of hours left in my class. So I just grabbed some like black canvas and made some shorts out of, oh, this is such a long story when it's actually really boring, but <laughs> I'd, I'd made a, my own short block 
you know what I mean like yeah. pattern cutting I'd like made my own shorts block so I thought I'd just make a pair of shorts and my tutor who's been in the fashion industry for years and years and years said that the zip had to be at the back of the shorts why she was like if you're gonna make a good pair of shorts you can't have the zip at the front and I was like what I, mean, I have never ever had a pair of shorts with a zip at the back I had a pair of tartan shorts from Topshop when I was about 14 that had a zipper in the back. But it stresses me out, though, because I find it... But I guess it's the same as a skirt. Yeah. You just want it somewhere where you can't see it. Yeah, and it is an invisible zipper. Yeah, so definitely put it at the back. But there's also a button, so I'm trying to undo the button behind my back. They're high-waisted shorts. Oh, it might have been better to do it at the side, then. But she told me to, I wanted to put it at the front, and she made me put it at the back. Hey, Joe, if you're listening... <laughs> no she taught me so much she was amazing but yeah so that was that I have finished college got a distinction in every module <laughs> <laughs> and here I am now talking to you yeah telling you all about our sewing yes it does feel slightly strange just talking so much about ourselves and kind of telling you guys our sewing CV this is just I think for the introductory <laughs> introductory episode she's tipsy <laughs> and um we won't just be talking about ourselves well i think there will be a lot a huge amount of element we are talking about ourselves like we will talk about our favorite patterns our projects yeah. we're working yeah, on yeah, yeah. we will talk all about our sewing fails at yes. some point i'm sure okay you're right i just our tribulations to... yes i think we need to become more comfortable talking about ourselves yeah I mean, we can't use the old tactic of picture the audience naked. <laughs> picture the audience naked! Imagine if we were just like, once we get to know our audience, no, yeah. that's awful. You can't say that. Once we get to know our audience. We just have to remember them naked. That's just... <laughs> Be like, yeah, we're just picturing you all with your glasses of wine and your cups of tea, huh? No. Absolutely butt naked. No, 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 no. No, no. Um, We're not doing that, we promise. No, no, of course not. We're not nervous. I think, okay, maybe a little bit nervous. I'm nervous because I'm just not used to thinking about... Like It's like we were talking earlier today at the festival. I hate talking on stories. Insta, I, she's talking Insta Instagram. Stories. I never talk on my Instagram stories. I put, like, subtitles, but I don't... Or a te- bunch of text, but I never talk. Why? I just find it feel, feel so uncomfortable, and I don't know where to look. Do I look at the camera? Do I look past the camera? Do I stare at the floor? But do you feel uncomfortable talking, like, now on the podcast? I feel like I'm not being very natural. Really? Maybe I am. I think Maybe I might be natural. in a different... I have a leg up because, obviously, this is what I do on my own, on my yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah. And also you film self-tapes and stuff, whereas I'm just used to prancing around, pointing my toes and looking cute. And not opening your mouth. Never opening my mouth. Well, look at you now. We're going to see you, like, progress from the little slug you are to the butterfly. Slug? <laughs> caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go from a caterpillar to a beautiful butterfly. What Hazel's a slug one? at the moment. She Does will be a butterfly. Bug's life. Yeah, everyone loves a bug's life. Bugs Life is fantastic. And then there's a caterpillar that turns into a butterfly and he's got the teeny weeny wings. Oh! And also, um, Ants. Ants was phenomenal. That was a great film. I think I have to watch them again. Maybe we should do an episode about our favourite things to watch on telly whilst we're sewing. Or oh. listen to whilst we're sewing. Oh, I watch I watch TV. I watch, I watch as well, but not everyone does. No, some people do listen to music, don't they? So we can do an, oh my goodness, our favourite, like, TV shows that have great costumes in 
that are about sewing. Because do you remember we were watching um, Making the Cut? <gasps> Oh we're gonna have to talk about that yes we I are i love how we're just like brainstorming our future episodes live but you know on what the first yeah. episode please reach out to us and tell us what sort of things you want to hear from us if you've enjoyed this and love this and if you want to hear these ideas that we're coming up with as we go yeah <laughs> please tell us because we're new to this i'm just excited i'm i think we should just come at this with positivity and a smile and a glass of wine and we'll even if there's one person that enjoys this on their commute to work I feel like we've done our job we have done well yeah let's just think about it like that and if that one person is your mom Hazel then oh that it's is 100% gonna be it is gonna be mama in the machine it's so gonna be just her mama in the machine <laughs> I love that isn't it weird that both of our Instagram handles are so similar yeah Hazel and the Machine and L and, and the Stitches. stitches. And we, how did we... I wasn't imaginative. I did steal it from Florence and the Machine. Oh, did you? 100%, yeah. So me and my best friend, Ollie, she and I... I don't know why I said that like that. She and I <laughs> were um, brainstorming names for my my YouTube and my Instagram. And we get went through so many puns. Because obviously, in it the sewing community, everyone's got a sewing pun. And I just felt like they were all taken. And then I landed on Ellen the Stitches because I wanted to go for like a 60s band vibe. Yeah. So I That's want, exactly what it is. Yeah, I really and that's wanted quite it to be. As well. Yeah, I wanted it to be a bit retro, mm-hmm. but a bit like funky. Um, I don't think I've ever used the word funky before today. Occasionally you just use random words like that when you're rambling. Uh, Yeah, but anyway, (laughs) rambling over. I definitely (laughs) wanted to go for that, like, cool... It works. I was thinking of the pipettes. Do you know who the pipettes are? Yeah. I was thinking, like, on that vibe. That vibe. Okay. Whereas you just stole a Florence and the Machine, which is fine. I know, and there's so many people with the handles as such and such in the machine. Do they? Yeah, there's quite a few of us. Oh my god, you should start, start like, a little machine family. (gasps) That would be phenomenal. Make it a hashtag. Find, yeah, you should like find each other. And just make a little group chat. The machines. The machines. That's cute. I was actually finding it very funny giggling to myself on the bus this morning um, when I was coming to meet you. I know. <laughs> because your handle is Hazel the Machine, but you don't have a sewing machine at the moment. Oh, I do. I've got my mum's. Yeah, but that doesn't count. No, I know. It's so very... you're Hazel and no machine. It's very traumatizing because I'm moving in with my boyfriend next year, and I That's have the to now. Part. It is. I have to. I have to buy a sewing machine. I have to buy a sewing machine, and I just I need an overlocker as well. I'm so used to mine. I it's, mm. I don't know. So you're gonna buy a sewing machine and an overlocker. I think I'm just gonna buy a sewing machine and ha- try and find one that has a overlocking function. Oh, is that a thing? I well, thought they all just had the zigzags. My mom, my mum's sewing machine allegedly has an overlocking function, but I've never managed to make and it work. And you just have to change the foot. Well, I think it needs like I think it needs a special foot, and I think it needs like a twin needle or something. Right. I'm assuming it does need a twin needle, yeah. unless it's the three stitch overlock. Yeah, unless the three thread. The three thread, but yeah, well, I don't know. With my machine, I have a Janome, and the thing that I do love my machine. Is that how you say it, Janome? Oh god, what is it? I don't know. I thought it was Janome, but I'm also I also thought um, I have heard someone say Janome before. Okay. I think that's why I said it. I'm sure it, it must I, be I've there. got about a hundred stitches on there and I think I've maybe used five. Or what would you use? Straight stitch, zigzag stitch. The buttonhole. My buttonhole. And then I've used the, the lightning bolt. What's the lightning bolt? 
it's really good for stretch. Oh, okay. It's like a, it's called the stretch. No, the the stretch stitch as well. It's the three stitches in a in a row. Okay. Do you know what I mean? No. We're gonna have to. Sh- you can show me in a minute. Yeah. So the stretch stitch. And so stretched. I think yeah, five out of a hundred. I mean, why did I get a machine with so many stitches? It's like an embroidery machine. Yeah, fair enough. There are a lot of embroidery machines around. I do want one though that sews my buttons on for me. What do you mean? Have you not seen them? No. <gasps> oh, I'm so I'm so, so jealous. terrible at hand sewing, so my buttons are always falling off. Oh, mine always fall off. Always. So what are we doing wrong? I don't know. Clearly, a lot. So I think there's I a just machine that sews your buttons. Yeah, and I just don't know which one it is, but I really, really, really want it. I think that might be out of your budget. I think it's going to be massively... I think, to be honest, a lot of the sewing machines are going to be out of my budget. That is not true, because my machine was like a couple of hundred quid. I think I might just buy it on finance, though. Yeah, that's a good idea. I might just get, like... <gasps> Black Friday sale! <gasps> it's oh, end it's of November. End of November. Thanksgiving. You'll be up, You'll be definitely able to get a sewing machine. <laughs> Your face when I said Thanksgiving, you were so like... Confused. I was so confused. I was like, why are you in America? <laughs> my grandmother's American. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we celebrate. Yeah, cheaper machine in America. I could do, but I think... Just the shipping, shipping would then make it redundant. Absolutely redundant. Unless I went over with a spare suitcase and brought mm. it back. But then I wouldn't tr- trust it. And also, anyway, this is just a ridiculous... Get one in the Black Friday it's sale. such a tangent. I think I'm going to have to. Okay, so we've just gone off on a massive sewing machine tangent. There will be another episode down the line where we talk about our sewing machines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think that is enough for your beautiful selves to be hearing, first of all. This is our introductory episode, and there will be more. There will be more. I think we're actually, the plan is to try and just film another one straight away, record another one straight away. Yeah, we're going to record another one now, so we'll be two glasses of wine deep. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. No, we won't. We won't. We we won't. (laughs) All right. We're moving on to water. So so tune in next time for our second episode, which is all about Hazel. It's not all about Hazel. Our favourite indie sewing patterns. So... Tune in next time for episode two, which is all about our favourite... Our favourite indie patterns. Yes, we're going to talk about... for you. Oh my gosh, so many indie designers do so many incredible patterns, and we're going to talk about them all. In depth, and specifically the ones we've made. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know if we can... Well, we can talk about ones we haven't made. We can talk about the ones we are lusting after and we'd love to do. Exactly. (laughs) So, thank you so much for listening. And tune in next time. Find us on Instagram. We are at the Tipsy Sewers. Yeah! Thank you so much! Bye!